Welcome to the Fierce Goddess Collective. From our hearts to yours, we share the gifts of beautiful goddesses to the world. Hello, Fierce Goddesses. Well, do we have a treat for you today? I have got the absolute pleasure of interviewing my other Fierce Goddess collaborator, our beautiful Tosca. Welcome, Tosca. Thank you, gorgeous one. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm going to read a bio of Tosca. Wait till you hear this. This woman's amazing. All right. Tosca D, also known as the Joyful Goddess, leads women to claim their power and passion to start living joyfully. With over 25 years of supporting women and children, she brings her knowledge and expertise from the education and counselling industry to truly understanding the intricacies and complexities of families and being a woman. Tosca has supported women, children and teachers. Now, she told me not to include this, but I'm going to anyway. Tosca holds a Master's of Guidance and Counselling and a Bachelor of Education. She's also trained as a clinical hypnotherapist, expressive therapist, intuitive intelligence teacher and trainer and yoga teacher. Holy moly. Uh, Tosca's support ensures women claim their potent sacred power beyond the stories of overwhelm, frustration and fear to claim their self-worth by communicating their needs and trusting their intuitive magnificence so they never have to feel powerless with the demands of life. Goals are reached and joyful freedom is ignited. It is her mission for women and girls to live fully owning their worth, power and holy magnificence and claiming a joyful, radiant life. Wow. (laughs) And you know what? She does it. She does absolutely all of it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's a, a, a lifelong mission and a lifelong, you know, inner development of reminding myself too. Oh, yeah, but you embody the whole thing, my love. That's that's why it's so amazing. I mean, I didn't even know you had a master's degree. Where have I been? Living under a rock? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly a very disciplined woman is what I can say to all that. So let's start off with a question. So how would you describe yourself? What have I left? And what do you do in your everyday life? Yes. Um, how do I describe myself? I'm very much an eclectic person. I am a feeling-based person. So I go by the fields and I know um, to live in balance and in sacred um, harmony it has to feel right. And mm. when I'm too much in my head, as it, life can be, that's when I realise, ah, I'm out of balance, I need to come back in. So me as an everyday person, I do my meditations, I do my chanting, I do movement and yoga. I love spending time with my family and glorious friends. So to have a real rich, decadent, mm, joyfully abundant life. Well, that is what brings me to something that you put up on social media just the other day. You have a new instrument. <laughs> I do. I do. That is bringing me a lot of joy. Um, it is called a harmonium and it is from India and you can play music on it and you can chant with it. So I am at the beginning of the beginning learning a new instrument, the joys and the frustrations. 
So, yes, I am learning the art of kirtan, which is that chanting, beautiful tempo um, music. So, yes. Wow. Another feather in the cap. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I touched a little bit on this one in the bio, but how do you support women Mm. with what you do? So I support women a couple of different ways, definitely through um, my business, through programs like the Joyful Goddess about women claiming their worth and actually becoming aware of how they self-sabotage, how they undermine themselves and the fear, the stories that we have been trained to believe about ourselves. So that is one of the things I do plus my individual sessions. There's an intuitive goddess program, so we live our intuition. So that is definitely some of the ways. The other way is because I work in the um, counselling industry, I work in schools, and I support families and children that way as well. Mm. So definitely empowering women for self-care, self-love, to actually um, being able to read their bodies so that they can make good choices for themselves that feel loving, that feel really loving. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? I mean, women, they just give so much of themselves that we lose sight of it all in the end, I think. We do, we do. And I think, you know, especially when you have young kids, you're in that motion, getting up, going to work, kids, you forget about yourself, you forget about your needs, you forget about what brings you joy. So to actually have that conversation go, okay, how does it feel to be really joyful or at peace with myself? Like, oh, I haven't had that for years. Okay, so what can we do to support that? And then obviously when women are happier and mothers are happier, then their kids are happier too, you know. It all flows. The family is happier. So, mm. Do you find that a lot of women feel a lot of guilt around looking after themselves and I putting do. them, yeah? The mother's guilt um that sense of am I doing a good enough job am I enough am I providing enough for my family you know then comparing themselves with excuse me other mothers thinking they are not good enough so it can be a real vicious cycle yeah yeah it is isn't it um so oh sorry Oh, we've got a bit of an internet glitch there. No, I think that I was just about to say, I think what the internet glitch. Well, being is a major thing, not only our physical, our emotional and our spiritual, like connecting back to Mother Earth is a big aspect of women feeling more grounded and centred and same for kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's such a big thing going. People don't realise because when we a lot of the time when we go outside, we're always wearing shoes. Kids are always wearing shoes when they go outside. And really, um, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember, but I touched on grounding in one of my newsletters that I sent out and it was about standing on the ground and how much we actually benefit from doing that. So, yeah, that's a very big thing, isn't it, being one with nature and oh, getting out I, there. I agree. I know for myself, my own self-care practices is to really, and I organise it and I know when I don't organise it, is a goddess day date to get out in the wilderness, to get out 
in the botanical gardens, get out to a beach and just ground and be one and breathe with it to say, okay, I am fully present. I am here, you know. I'm not thinking in my head 50 million things of what I have to do, but to go, yeah, just be here. That's all I need to do. Yeah, it's amazing. Note to self. <laughs> Bit of grounding. It's amazing how good it feels. It really does. All right, so what is something you do or would love to do that would bring that brings you joy or would bring you joy? Ah, yes. Uh, to actually keep practising, we touched it before, the instrument, the uh, harmonium, to actually become more comfortable with it, to actually explore, be more curious, more playful with it. So that is definitely bringing me lots of joy at the moment. Well, you look like you're doing a pretty good job from the video that I saw. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Take it from an uh, past piano accordion player. That is yes. you're doing a good job. <laughs> Thanks. Not that I advertise that very often. <laughs> so <laughs> moving on, moving on. Um, what are your self-love or self-care practices? Oh, we're glitching again. Yeah, we are glitchy. Um, Self-love. I love cooking wholesome food. Mm -hmm. That gives me a big sense of satisfaction to actually have that sense of nurturing, like the body. Uh, doing regular, my own regular yoga practice with breath um, and also the chanting that goes with it, that's a big one. And also just journaling I journal I tap when fears come up or insecurities come up I tap I meet those fears so that is big part of my self-care and self-love yeah mm, yeah they're great those ones I should do more of those myself so here's a big one because you're so accomplished in a lot of different areas what is one of the biggest learnings for you mm. One of the biggest learnings is meeting myself in the zone of fear mm. to actually go, I am, and it's not like fear, anxiety. It can be fear of a belief, fear mm -hmm. of an attachment, fear of, yes, of, you know, success, not success, you know, self-worth, no self-worth. Um, Am I good enough? I'm not good enough. All of those places where we doubt, that is my biggest learning, to actually not deny. I used to run, a, you know, 10,000 miles away. But I'm not going there. It feels yucky. It feels uncomfortable. I don't want to make myself in the pit of fire. <laughs> but, yeah, I have found that they have been my biggest diamonds where I've learned so much more about myself yeah. and about other people. Yeah. It's something I heard just the other day, and it was um, growth equals pain and struggle. Because, you, you, like you said, you're meeting yourself, you have to grow, so you've got to push through on some of those barriers. So, yeah, it's not always comfortable, and a lot, of, lot more than not, it is uncomfortable. Growth is uncomfortable, but you know you're getting there. You know you're going to come for a breakthrough. You're right. Oh. You, you said that. It, the growth is uncomfortable and I, I think yeah. well, the feeling is feeling highly vulnerable. Yes. You know, that space of vulnerability, that space of not knowing, the space of 
I don't want to be in this feeling state, but I am in this feeling state. And the only way to move through it is to move with it and through it and to to accept it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, an example of that is when I did the course with you, the first one, you actually said to all of us, can you come online and do a live with me just as a testimonial, which is fair enough because, you know, we were the first ones through. That, that was a big one for me because I'd never done anything like that before in my life and I thought if I can't do it now, I'll never do it. So, yeah, I was. Uh, I think I was shaking when I did the first one with you. It was just, but, yeah, here we are. And, look and now it's like second nature. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it is. It's meeting, going to the edge of that space and then, flying through it or flying and falling at the same time (laughs) that's right but you eventually get through it get up and move on oh dear all right so when was the last time you used your intuition (sighs) yeah i use my intuition very regularly um to Mm. definitely feel into the Oh, we've got a glitch again. What's going intuitively and t- the glitches that are out. When I'm still, I can be more attuned to my intuition, but intuition for me comes even in the supermarket, like buying stuff and, you know, go, oh, no, I've got the salt and pepper. I bought that last week. And then meanwhile, I've got these buy the salt and pepper, buy the salt and pepper. And then my rational mind comes and goes, you don't need that. You've already got that. And then I get home. Where's the salt pepper? I've given it to my daughter or I've done something. So definitely the regular nudges every day, the 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 nudge to get down and write. Like I get the that sense of feeling you need to write now. You need to stop and you need to come into your zone. Definitely get a, a strong voice. And then I get a soft feeling, so I sort of get go between <laughs> strong and and loving. <laughs> oh, that! Oh, and by the way, she's got a book coming out too. <laughs> we better no, we didn't add that into the bio. You do have a book coming out, which is just we just can't wait yes. for that. So, this question is a bit difficult for Tosca because she's got a few of these. Do you have a favorite goddess, and why? Yes, I have lots of favourite goddesses. If I could show you my room, I've got goddesses all on the windowsill, big painted goddess that um, I, my family and I painted together. And one of my favourite goddesses is a number of abundance. She is the Hindu goddess of abundance. What's and the name of her? Because she just switched loving. Yeah, Lakshmiya. Lakshmiya. And the reason why I love her is not only, you know, abundance of wealth, that's all wonderful, but abundance of heart, abundance of joy, abundance of living a passionate, um, pleasurable life. And she reminds me to step into the pleasure of life, to be the vibration of pleasure and abundance. Wowzers. Did you want to add any more or you just want to stick with luck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, how long have we got? We could do a series on goddesses. 
today. Okay, all righty. Um, okay, so what are you celebrating at the moment? Celebrating? So um, celebrating that I've just seen my beautiful daughter in Perth and that is a glorious celebration, especially when our... Children. Our children are just fly the nest and, and yes. create their own uh, space. But I'm not, yeah, yeah. Uh, celebrating that. Oh, this the internet munchkins are playing yeah. with us today. There are lots of wonderful things. They are, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So, Tosca, do you have a favourite goddess? Oh, my God, it's just switched on you again. <laughs> it just went, stop. All righty. So, Tosca, what is your favourite? Do you have a favourite goddess and why? I do have a favourite goddess. I have several favourite goddesses. If you could see my room, I've got goddesses on my wall, goddesses on the big painting that my family and I did together. And one of my favourite goddesses is the goddess Lakshmi. She is a Hindu goddess. And to put it simply, she is the goddess of abundance. She is the goddess of wealth. And the reason why I love her is not only to have, you know, wealth, we all want wealth, but to actually have the, the wealth and the abundance in our hearts, to actually yeah. have abundance in our relationships, to have that joyful abundance in creating whatever we're creating. So she's my one of my favourite goddesses. Oh, lovely. Oh, we love goddesses. So what are you celebrating at the moment? Yes, lots of celebration. Uh, just got to see my beautiful daughter in Perth. That's always a celebration. Um, the other celebration is we are just coming to the end of completing the Intuitive Goddess Program. So the end of that beautiful program of bringing intuition to everyday life. So that is a celebration because everything I do, there has to be celebration. Totally. So that is, that is its point of celebration. Absolutely. Yes, I do recall the end of the two programs of yours I did and loved it, loved the circle that we did and all that sort of stuff. It was lovely. Well, that brings us to the end of our little interview, which is, well, it's been, it's been wonderful. I've even learned something. I did not know things about you and I've known you a hell of a long time. That you have. <laughs> that I have. So as we always say, Tosca, you are loved, you are held, and you are cared for. And thank you again for sharing yourself with me and with all the fierce goddesses of the world. <laughs> My pleasure. Big love to all. Mm. Yep. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to our Glorious Fierce Goddess Collective podcast. Remember to subscribe and share it with your family and friends. And from our heart to yours, please, goddesses, keep fierce.